All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Better late than never. Welcome. Yeah. It's favorite. Let's go, baby. All right, we got to bring it down. Yes. This is Ceases. Oh, my Lord. Ceases. Ceases, I don't care about you. I don't got time for this right now. Ceases. I'm going to turn down the intro. We've got too much to get to. I've got way too much going on in my life right now as an Oilers fan to give two thunderous trucks about listening to the rest of this intro welcome to better late than never this is the second reaction episode on the day first one we did with the yes a pulley rv trade go ahead and listen to that one if you missed it but we are back here with the second trade the oilers have made a monster deal today with the nashville predators are you ready for this are you sitting down i'm just gonna go ahead and give you a second to sit down okay Okay, are you sitting? That's all the time you get. That's all the time I'm giving you. The Edmonton Oilers have traded. Are you ready? The Edmonton Oilers have traded Tyson Berry, Reed Schaefer, a first round pick in 2023 and a fourth round pick in 2023 for Matthias Ekholm of the Nashville Predators. Personally, I'm a big fan of this deal, and it's not without some risks, so don't get me wrong. We're going to get to the risks that come with it, but Matthias Ekholm retained, 4% retained, so he was making $6.25 million. He gets $250,000 retained, so he comes into Edmonton at $6 million. The Oilers add $1.5 million to their cap with Barry going the other way. They also treated Reed Schaefer. I don't know if you've checked in on Wanya yet, but he must be devastated. I haven't talked to him. 
But losing Reed Schaefer has got to be a major deal for Wanye. He had already fallen in love with the kid. He just got drafted back in last June, and we were already talking about him. We made up the nickname. He was Ginger Beef. He played for Team Canada. We had many, many plans for Reed Schaefer. They also traded the first-round pick in 2023 and a fourth-round pick. So, in total, the Oilers just got a monster deal here. Now, let's get to the positives first. Matthias Janmark is huge. He's listed at 6'4", 215 pounds. He is 32 years of age. He is a left-shot defenseman, and what he does best is defend. The Oilers, I don't think it's any secret to anybody who's watching this team this year that the Oilers have a hard time defending in their own zone. Matthias Ekholm is going to help with that full stop. There is not one part of my body that doesn't feel like he is going to benefit the Oilers, at least in their own zone. Yeah! Now, he is 32 years old. He's got three more years left on this contract that pays him $6 million. Well, 6.25, but again, Nashville's paying the 250 we got six million dollars on the hook for three more years okay so 2025 26 that's when that expires the risk there is that we're talking about a 32 year old who turns 35 in may so by the time the Oilers are in the second round of the playoffs we'll be celebrating matthias yamark's 30th uh, 33rd birthday so that's a concern there's no doubt about it but what he does on defense, the way he plays. He's a mean son of a bitch too, and that's exactly kind of what we've been looking for. So this year in Nashville, in 57 games played, Ekholm has five goals, 13 assists for 18 points. Now you compare that to Tyson Berry, who's going out the other way. He's having a great year, his best year in Edmonton, to be honest. 10 goals, 33 assists for 43 points in 61 games for Tyson Berry. He is the more offensive of the two. Matthias Ekholm does have a little bit of touch. His career high would have been uh, 44 points in 2018-19 with the Nashville Predators. That was, he played 80 games, scored 44 points. You know what? To be honest, that's a pretty fine total. Tyson Berry's career high was 49 points in 2015-16. Now, he's probably, he's going to beat that for sure this year. He's still got plenty of runway left on the season, so he's going to beat that. But we're not talking about a guy who is completely devoid of offense, Matthias Janmark. So that's something to like. Over at OilersNation.com, Zach Lang kind of did a breakdown of his fancies and what that looks like for the Oilers. And I quote, In Matthias Ekholm, the Oilers are acquiring a legitimate top four defenseman who is going going to and will be able to play 22 minutes a night on either the left or right side. He's predominantly a left-handed or a left side defenseman. He is left-handed after all, but he does play both sides, can play both sides, I should say. His scoring rates have dipped from his peak as a defenseman and Ekholm's 0.7 points per hour at five on five would rank worst on the Oilers blue line to only Cody Cece at 0.43 points per hour. Again, we're talking about a two-way defenseman with a little bit of touch, but predominantly he's playing a lot of defense. That said, Ekholm's 5.5 shots per hour would rank third behind only Darnell Nurse and Evan Bouchard, so he's not afraid to fire the puck. The Predators have nowhere near the offensive talent that the Oilers do, so it's not unreasonable to think that Ekholm's offensive numbers could improve down the back half of the year. Listen, if you get to feed the puck up to Connor McDavid and Leon Draisaitl as opposed to them scoring on you all the time, 
That's good news. Back to Zach's article. Defensively, however, Ekholm is as sound as he's ever been. Ekholm's suppression rates would have him near the top of the ranks for the Oilers. His shot attempts against per hour at 5-on-5 is 54.12 per 60. Would rank third behind Philip Broberg and Evan Bouchard. Obviously, they're playing the fewest minutes. They're getting the softest kind of matchups. Makes sense. While his 2.21 goals against per hour would rank second behind only Vinny DeHarnay. So this is a guy who's he's going to be in our top four arguably, depending on how you look at it, he could be challenging for the best defenseman the Oilers have right now. Certainly, he is the best defensive defenseman the Oilers have right now. Again, he's a two-way guy. He's got a little bit of touch there, but don't expect huge points out of him, but expect him to contribute. He has, you know, like he's basically producing at half the rate Tyson Berry is. Basically, way to put it. Edmonton is picking up a defenseman who's going to help them take some of the minutes off Darnell Nurse. That is hugely important in this trade. Hugely important. Let's go, baby. It's going. Uh, Nurse appeared to be over his head at times, and I agree with Zach here. Now, looking at the concerns about this deal, there's a couple that you want to touch on. One, he is 32 years old. He's not getting any younger. We know that, right? The other one that I want to talk about is the power play. Now, my boy NHL Sid, he writes for us every weekend on OilersNation.com. He kind of did a breakdown of the power play. So there's a lot of folks that are just kind of worried about the the power play being, you know, not as good without Barry there. Obviously, Tyson Barry is an offensive defenseman. He's having a great season. I am stunned. Tyson Berry was the one that went out. I tweeted it. I am stunned. I expected it to be a package of players, maybe. I didn't know how it was going to look. But if you had asked me, do you think Tyson Berry is going to be included in this Matias Ekholm trade? I would have been, no way, man. Because he's having a good year. He is. He's having a really good year. So NHL said when he dived into the analytics on Ekholm, he says, is a fantastic two-way defenseman can retrieve procs. That we know. But when it comes to the power play, this season... The Oilers' power play one has scored 16.1 goals per 60 with Tyson Berry and 16.3 goals per without him. So that would have been Bouchard on there, maybe Darnell Nurse out there, a combination of the two. They had a number one power play before Berry signed here. Doubt it will be too much of a concern. I don't think, uh, he also doesn't think Schaefer's ceiling is too, too high and probably won't make an impact until about dry saddles about 30. That's the thing about it sucks to lose Reed Schaefer. I'm not going to say it doesn't suck to lose Reed Schaefer. You don't want to move big body prospects that have some touch, have some potential to make an impact down the line. But that's the problem with that trade down the line. Reed Schaefer wasn't going to help the Oilers this year. He wasn't going to help next year. He wasn't going to help the year after that. So what? We're going to wait three, four years and not trade these players to get better now today? Sid continues, this also opens up the opportunity for Bouchard at 5-on-5 on the power play, which I'm happy to see. Since Ekholm has some experience at right-handed, or at RD, so playing on the right side, there's lots of options available, but I think Ekholm-Bouchard would be a very strong fit. That one's from Sid diving into the numbers a little bit. I'm also going to just cruise Twitter and get some of the initial reaction from you guys on this trade, because... Frank, what do you do? Hey, what are you doing over there? Get over here, man. If you're going to fuck around, get on mic. Uh, so looking at Twitter, looking at Twitter, uh, Mal Teaser said, huge ad, going to miss Barry and feel awful for him, but that's the business. Even all of the Holland haters are happy today. Talking about Barry leaving. 
the thing I'm most concerned about with Barry leaving, and maybe this is just me. Obviously, I'm not allowed to be in the dressing room. No one invites me in there, even though they should invite me in there, you know? Nobody gives old bag milk a chance. And no one knows they should. But right now, I'm not allowed in there. So I'm worried about Tyson Berry's absence in the dressing room because we know he was a very popular player for the Oilers. We know him and Connor McDavid were super tight. And immediately after this trade went through, both Connor and Leon both kind of said, man, Nashville got a good one in Tyson Berry. So I bet if you ask them their true feelings without doing the the media spin that they would obviously do if there was a camera in their face, they're going to miss Tyson Berry on a very personal level because he was undoubtedly a popular player. Look at Leon Drysaddle's Instagram post. I'll wait. Do you want to go? You want a second to go check it out? Hang on. That's all the time you get. Do you see the post that he did? The post that he did is a friend who he lost a friend today and that sucks. But I wonder how they feel about the hockey side of it, because when I look at this as a whole, Tyson Berry was a great oiler. He was fantastic and he did his job well. He was a very strong offensive defenseman. Matthias Ekholm, however, is the better player of the two. He's the more well-rounded individual. And I think overall in our game, even though there might be some short-term pain, I think this makes the Oilers better. And I'm also curious to see what happens going forward to the deadline. I assume I'm going to have more emergency podcasts by the end of the week. In addition to the normal episode tomorrow, probably, that I'm going to do. Maybe I'll push it to Thursday um, since I'm doing two today, but... I think this makes the Oilers better. I really, really do. I think that this is the type of defenseman we've needed. I think that he brings the character type that we would have needed. Now, again, it's not without its risks. It's not without its risks. One, we have no idea how Matthias Ekholm ranks on the all-abs team. We are running short on Swedish abs. So, Matthias Ekholm better pop that tarp off and let us have a gander. Now, that's just one thing that maybe that's just me. Maybe that's something that nobody else cares about. But, I think it's worthy of a discussion. I'm interested to see when he can fit in. The Oilers tweeted today that if all goes well with travel, Matthias Ekholm will be in the lineup tomorrow against the Toronto Maple Leafs. And I'm excited to see how that goes because he's a defenseman that I thought, I thought there was no way that the Oilers were going to get a chance to get him. And I just, I didn't see this coming at all. And when Matthias Ekholm was uh, asked about the trade, uh, let me just see if I can play this here without it sounding like shit. Here's what he said. Um, fit right in as much as I can, but still play my game and be myself. And hopefully it'll be a seam- seamless transition. But again, I, I, I really don't know. I'm just going to, all I can promise you, I'll, I'll do my best and do my all for the team to win. I'm a team first guy. And, and that really is the only thing that matters to me. Matthias Ekholm was also a leader in Nashville. He had a letter on his jersey, and Tony Brar, I'm going to find this tweet here really quickly. Tony Brar spoke to a Nashville Predators, um, who is this that he spoke to? Emma Lingen. Emma Lingen, who covers the Preds on the beat. She said, Matthias Ekholm is an excellent shutdown D-man who consistently puts up big minutes both 5-on-5 and on the PK. Listen. We need to improve the penalty kill. Tyson Berry, as much as I love what he did on the power play, when he was on the PK, I was a little bit nervous. 
That's not a shot at Barry. That just wasn't his strength, you know? So if Ekholm can improve the PK, that may offset what we lose in power play goals, even though I think that's going to be fine with Bouchard. Uh, anyway, you know, let's be honest. The power play runs through McDavid, Dreisaitl, and Nugent Hopkins. Yes, it goes back to the defense. Yes, Tyson Berry was able to walk the line really, really well. And frankly, he was better at getting pucks through the net than Bouchard is. But I think that Bouchard can learn that. I think that he can pick it up. I don't think that the power play is going to slouch all that much. I really don't. It was great before Tyson Berry got to Edmonton, right? That's the way I look at it. Back to Ekholm. So Emma Lingen said, excellent shutdown D who consistently puts up big minutes, both five on five and at the PK. He's big mobile guy who can move the puck well, but as valuable as he has been on the ice in Nashville, his contributions off the ice truly cannot be overstated. He is a strong level-headed voice in the locker room and an excellent teammate who continuously leads by example through his, through both his play and his involvement in the community. So it also sounds like the Oilers got a good person as well. It sounds like they got a good person in addition to a strong defenseman. So my first thoughts, one, I was stunned it was Tyson Berry. Two, I was sad for Wanye that Reed Schaefer was willing to go. Three, the Oilers got the better player in this trade. And when I think about trades overall, who got the best player often comes to mind. And... To me, the Oilers got him. Am I worried about the first round pick? No, because you know what? That is going to be a, uh, you know what? That is going to be a 32nd overall pick anyway. I'm not worried about it. Fourth, who cares? What I care about is, does he make the Oilers better today? Yes, he does. Reach over. My dog's going crazy outside and he's still not on mic. Um, or he's upstairs, I should say. The Oilers are better defensively. That's what they needed. They have no problems scoring. They have problems keeping the puck out of the net. And I truly think this is going to help. This is going to be a huge help in that arena. But I'm also curious what else is coming. I'm curious what else is coming because this can't be it, right? There's no way it's it. I just, I I feel like there's got to be more coming. And according to puckpedia.com, The Oilers currently have $2 million in cap space. That is enough for a depth player, but we'll see what else kind of goes out, right? I've got a feeling that they are going to be making more moves, at least another couple moves to try and bolster the forward depth. If you listen to the Puliarvi episode earlier, I talked about how losing Puliarvi makes me nervous about what's going on on the right side on the wing. So I expect them to pick up another forward, maybe a middle six forward. Can they do it? I don't know. I'm just expecting it at this point. And I also wouldn't be surprised to see if they pick up another defenseman. Who can play on the right side? Who's a right-handed defenseman? Because all of a sudden with, with Cody Cece gone... We're a little bit light on the on the right side. Again, I understand that Matias Ekholm can play on the right side, but I don't know that that's probably the ideal scenario. We'll see. Frank, thoughts? You get on mic, buddy. You got to get on mic. I'm all fired up here. So anyway, first reaction to this. It is a bold, bold trade. I liked it. I thought Ken Holland was sitting on his hands. He was not because this is a monster deal for the others, and I think it makes him makes them better. It's not without its risks. Ekholm is older than Barry. Barry was well-liked in the room. What does this do for the power play? There's all that stuff. But if you're asking me if I think the Oilers are tougher to play against in their own zone today after this trade, I absolutely do. I absolutely do. And that's where we're going to end it off. The reaction episode for Matias at home. Again, I don't know if I'm going to do my normal podcast tomorrow on Wednesday, just because I did two today. I might bump that one to Thursday. We'll see how my day goes tomorrow. But 
Let me know what you think. Hit me up on socials. Hi, my name is Bag Milk on Instagram, JSBM Bag Milk on Twitter. Of course, I want to shout out the audio department, Trilogy, Oilfield Rentals, South Island Pie Company, and Betway. Who would have saw this coming? Were you betting on this one? I don't know. I don't know, but it sounds like a good one for the Oilers. And that's where we're going to end it off. Thanks, everybody, for being here for two episodes today of... Where's my button here? Where's my extra music? Two episodes today of Better Late Than Never. I appreciate you for being here. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.